Hello and welcome to Frequently Asked Questions from the session Update in the Diagnosis and Management of Stroke and TIA. We are joined today by Dr. Yolanda Reyes Iglesias, MD. She is the Stroke Director for the Miami VA Hospital and Associate Vice Chair for Undergraduate Medical Education, Neurology Clerkship Director, University of Miami Miller School of Medicine. Doctor, before we get started today, can we go over some of the key pointers from today's session? Sure. One of the key pointers from today's session is that eligible acute ischemic stroke patients can undergo mechanical thrombectomy now up to 24 hours from the last time seeing well. In addition, it has been demonstrated that in patients with a minor stroke or transient ischemic attack, the use of short-term dual antiplatelet therapy is beneficial if it started within the first 24 hours of patient's symptoms. In addition, the approval of direct oral anticoagulants and their respective reversal agents has definitely increased in use in during the last years. Thank you, doctor. Let's get into some of these frequently asked questions. First, what is the risk of a recurrent stroke? Well, the risk is highly dependent upon the cause of the stroke. We know that recurring stroke is usually higher for patients that have a prior history of strokes or transient ischemic attack, especially in the first 48 hours after the symptoms. What is new in the treatment of transient ischemic attacks? We have now two clinical trials, the CHANCE and the POINT trial. Both of them had shown the benefit of short-term dual antiplatelet therapy for patients that have a non-cardioembolic, non-disabling stroke or transient ischemic attacks in preventing further stroke recurrence, further cardiac death, or myocardial infarction. What is the time window for mechanical thrombectomy? Recent studies now have shown that mechanical thrombectomy can be beneficial up to 24 hours after ischemic stroke onset in eligible patients. What are the new trends in stroke prevention? We know that if patients have a cryptogenic stroke or an embolic stroke of a known etiology, screening for obstructive sleep apnea in these patients and long-term cardiac monitoring should be considered. What are the current recommendations for patients who have a stroke and a patent foramen ovale? Consideration for patent foramen ovale closure in combination with antiplatelet therapy should be considered in young patients, usually less than age 50, that have large right-to-left cardiac shunts, embolic-appearing strokes, and when no other theology for the stroke is found. And finally, doctor, now that we have new direct oral anticoagulants available, what is the role of warfarin in patients with atrial fibrillation and stroke? We know that warfarin is still the preferred oral agent if patients have atrial fibrillation and stroke, in addition having a mechanical heart valve or moderate to severe mitral stenosis. Warfarin is also still the preferred oral agent in patients that have an intracardiac thrombi and a stroke. The preferred oral agent for patients with severe renal impairment or end-stage renal disease on hemodialysis must be decided on an individual basis, but in these cases, warfarin tends to be the preferred agent as well. This is great information, doctor. Thank you so much for your time today.